Welcome to the Bucket Drop Podcast, episode 13. Hope everybody had a great weekend, and we have a new heavyweight champion of the world in the UFC. I know this is a hockey podcast, but I love me some UFC. And uh, Francis Ngannou becomes the third current African-born uh, champion in the UFC, so I don't know if that made any sense the way I said that, but I think they are. They, I heard that on the radio that there's three uh, African-born or African descent uh, champions right now, and uh, that would be Francis Ngannou, Kamar Usman, and uh, must be Aljamain Sterling because uh, off the top of my head, those are the only three that um, that I can think of. Um, so I'm, it, it must be Aljamain. Um, I'm not, I'm not too sure of where he was born exactly, but uh, yeah, so uh, Africa representing in the UFC, and uh, you know, good for them, because they were talking about having a uh, uh, UFC in Africa, so uh, this will only help those chances um, in, in that happening with uh, Francis Ngannou uh, being a champion now. I lost some money on the fight, uh, but at the same time, I'm happy that Ngannou is the champion, to be honest. Uh, Stipe, you know, he's got to be one of the best heavyweights of all time. Uh, but it always seems to happen in the UFC. Once you get knocked out, uh, you know, not that your chin is gone, but I mean, you're getting knocked out by some heavy hands. This is the number one combat, uh, league or sport, you know, like the guys that you're fighting are your weight and they are punching the hardest, uh, and you know, they're not boxing gloves. These are very thinly padded gloves. So, uh, you know, Daniel Cormier knocked out Stipe uh, in their first fight. Obviously, there was a second fight and then in the trilogy in which uh, Stipe became the, the ultimate champion. But, I mean, it was domination uh, by Stipe in those fights. Uh, and the last one, he actually KO'd Cormier. Uh, but... Uh, Stipe was very, uh, I don't know, he was reluctant to throw yesterday. If you watch the fight, um, he was very tentative. Uh, and uh, as soon as he found out that he was in a gunfight, when uh, when uh, Ngannou knocked him, you know, he hit him on the chin and his legs went out. He popped back up and then he's like, okay, well, now I'm in a war and started throwing hands. But... The whole beginning of the fight, uh, he was very, very tentative, and who can blame him? I mean, he's fighting the, you know, the arguably the hardest hitter in UFC history. Like I said in my last podcast, he's got the record for, you know, with the punch power on the on that punch machine there at the bar. Uh, it wasn't in a bar that he did it, but uh, yeah, just obviously, you know, any normal human would be scared to go up against. Uh, Francis Ngannou and would probably not get into a gunfight right away but uh, I think Stipe was just too tentative and uh, obviously that comes with having been knocked out uh, previously to Daniel Cormier and now you got an absolute monster standing in front of you so kind of happy that uh, the new heavyweight in Francis Ngannou is that type of fighter that just goes for broke you know um, he hasn't been knocked out himself yet he, and he fought some heavy handed guys like uh, Rosenstrike and uh, a lot of guys. I mean, Alistair Overeem, you know, he definitely earned his way back to the title shot. And uh, yeah, I'm just 
like sometimes the Stipe fights can be a little bit boring, so I'm happy to have a heavyweight that just goes in and throws bombs a la Chuck Liddell, and uh, congratulations to Francis Ngannou, even though he doesn't listen to my Garage Shell podcast. And um, <coughs> speaking of uh, uh, podcast, not Garage Shell podcast, a really good podcast that I like to listen to is the Coliseum, Coliseum Chronicles, wow, I had trouble spitting that one out, with Joseph Lozito. Uh, Joseph, uh, he, he's, he wants to move to Florida, you know, uh, his job... Uh, right now, he, he can't go to work because of COVID. And uh, yeah, I think he's had pretty much about enough of it. And uh, so if you guys know of any job opportunities in Florida, uh, this guy has a security license, um, you know. Um, and anyways, he's uh, he's up for pretty much anything uh, except for, uh, you know, heavy manual labor in the hot sun in Florida. And uh, Joseph Lazio was a hero in a crazy incident that happened in New York City where a guy, well, a loser went on a murder spree um, and uh, you know he killed uh, members of his family uh, he killed some other innocent bystanders and uh, yeah basically went on a maybe drug uh, influenced rampage um, and then he went on a bus later that day not a bus a train excuse me a subway and uh, yeah there was cops in the in the train and uh, they didn't do anything about it and uh, this guy was attacking Joe at the time and this guy's got a knife Joe's got nothing Joe tackles him to the ground and uh, you know he got hurt in the process I mean the guy's got a knife he's stabbing at him you know flailing all over the place obviously like I said probably on uh, on drugs like Joe was saying because who which normal human being does that right just starts attacking uh, citizens for no apparent reason Thank God that guy's in jail now. Um, and uh, I'm pretty sure if, uh, you know, the cops had acted appropriately, uh, that guy would be dead. And uh, too bad they didn't just shoot him because, uh, yeah, the guy's a, a scumbag. But Joe, I know it's kind of a crappy thing that happened to him, obviously. Well, it is a very crappy thing. But at the same time, um, he got to meet some really cool people after that, uh, thanks to that incident. And... Uh, Obviously, he, he wouldn't have uh, liked that to happen to him, but he's a hero at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, uh, everybody's uh, proud of him. And uh, just too bad the way he was treated after the fact. And uh, But go listen to his podcast. I'm rambling a little bit. He tells the story better. I'm not a very good storyteller. Um, it's called The Day I Died on his podcast. I know that he's talked about it a few times. Um, he's talked about it on my podcast. He's went on multiple podcasts because obviously it's a crazy story. I remember when I had Joe on my podcast for the first time, I didn't even know the guy. Um, and uh, yeah, he was so easy to talk to, you know, super open about it. And I had just saw his story on Facebook. Um, when I started my podcast, I started adding a lot of people that, you know, I could tell that they were hockey fans and you know, I want to have hockey fans listen to my podcast. And uh, that's why my Facebook page also is all about hockey. Um, UFC as well. You know, I figured if I'm going to do a podcast, better talk about the stuff that I like talking about. You know, things that interest me. And, uh, you know, not talk about baseball when I don't give a damn. And uh, talk about basketball. Mind you, I did watch the basketball when the Raptors were in, uh, in the playoffs and when they won their championship. Uh, but yeah, like the things that interest me uh, currently are 
like I said, uh, UFC, hockey, and boxing once in a while. Um, like I said, the Tyson thing uh, kind of intrigues me just because, uh, you know, when he fought Roy Jones, you could see some, you know, like it was nostalgic. You could you could see little bits of the old Tyson, uh, not to the same extent, obviously. Um, I think he kind of took it easy on Jones a few times, unless he was just tired or stone. You never know with Mike Tyson, right? Um, but yeah, he's going to be fighting Holyfield for the third time. Um, and I don't know if you could bet on it, like I said, because, uh, and I think that, I think it's happened in May or April, but, uh, the first Jones fight, I mean, to me, Tyson clearly won it and then they called it a draw. So that's why I'm saying, I don't think that you can bet on it. And I don't think I was very clear in the last podcast of which fight I was talking about. I wasn't talking about that. You couldn't bet on the Holyfield and Tyson back in the day. I meant the Roy Jones Jr. Fight with Mike Tyson. And uh, another thing that I was completely wrong about on a previous podcast uh, was uh, I was talking about some UFC fighters and betting on it. And I was talking about Derek Brunson knocking out Anderson Silva and that Anderson Silva was older. And anyways, I just completely confused two fighters. I was talking about, for some reason, I got confused with Derek Brunson and Uriah Hall. I think they were both on the tough show, like the making the UFC show, um, the reality show. And I just, I've watched so much UFC and sometimes I've had a few beers and sometimes I'm just tired. Um, so I was completely wrong the way I bet on that. I would have bet the same exact way because, I mean, Derek Brunson lost to Anderson Silva. So I was completely wrong in saying that it was actually Uriah Hall that had knocked out, um, that had knocked out Anderson, the Spider Silva. So whatever I would have bet the same way but just want to clarify that that uh, I was completely wrong on that I realized it after the fact I'm like yeah what the hell am I talking about it was Uriah Hall and uh, no homo but uh, Uriah Hall is a bit better looking than uh, Derek Brunson uh, with the the blonde uh, bleached hair and uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, winning in overtime against the Edmonton Oilers Edmonton Oilers get a chance to redeem themselves tomorrow and uh i think they will so i'm gonna bet on the edmonton oilers but why would you listen to me i've been a complete putz for recently and i lost 40 bucks on steepest so maybe i'll bet the whole house on the edmonton oilers um i don't know that's the way i bet you know usually in a a comeback game uh the opposite team wins look at the steepy miocic thing right he won the first one against nganu and then nganu wins the second one um and then uh, Montreal Canadiens versus the Ottawa Senators today postponed again. Kind of crappy, but I'm going to be working outside, so it doesn't really bother me. I think they will be playing on Tuesday, however. Montreal's been off for a little while. They picked up Eric Stahl. I'm going to go with the Ottawa Senators to win that one. I think Montreal Canadiens are going to have to, you know, uh, get back down to a bit um, to, uh, to uh, get back to playing regular hockey. Um to whatever you know what I mean and finally Tim Peel getting fired I'm sure people have heard about this referee Tim Tim Peel getting fired because uh, he was mic'd up and basically said that he was make we need a makeup call um, so basically give the the opposite team a penalty and I'm sure this happened a lot in hockey but this time he got caught and he gets fired, and rightfully so. I I think that it that's an embarrassment in hockey. 
in the number one hockey league in the world and they're make a, making calls just because they gave a penalty to the opposite team a little bit earlier. I understand it. They're human. You know, sometimes you make a bad call and you could see the replay and you're like, oh shit, that wasn't a call. But you can't ref like that. Um, I've never refed a game in my life, but it's just, uh, it's morally wrong. It's against the rules. Uh, I don't know. To me, if you're a referee, it's like signing an oath. Oath, oath, or oath, 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 oath. Like when you're a police officer, right? You sign an oath to, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a police officer, but they sign an oath to, you know, follow the rules and not break the law and uh, all that stuff. So uh, to me, the referee should be this held by the same standards. Obviously, a little bit different because you're not dealing with uh, life and death situations. But uh, with all the money, you know, in in hockey, and you know, if you're in a Stanley Cup final, and if the ref decides a game, to me, that's absolute bullshit because the team generates a lot of money if you know they win a cup. And uh, yeah, a regular season game to me is the same thing as a Stanley Cup final game. You know, you gotta always ref by the same standards. That's why I always find it weird in the playoffs. You know, when all the rules change. To me, the rules should be the same thing the whole year around. So if you're gonna ref like that, you know, in the in the playoffs, you're gonna let all all the calls go and stuff like that. Well, it's got to be the same way during the regular season. And actually, that that would make hockey more entertaining. Actually, but now I'm rambling, guys. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Hope you guys could try to figure out some of the stuff I'm talking about because uh, I'm tired this morning. Just uh, going to play hockey and uh, yeah, I didn't do a lot of research. I think I talked about all the stuff that was uh, really on my mind. It was therapeutic and I hope it was therapeutic for you. Bucket drop.